Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast that gets people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks it all. So join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast to get you waffling about your mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks the journey. So join me each week as I open up shop and have a waffle. Welcome to the Waffle Shop podcast. Today I'm joined by one of my new favorite people, to be fair. I'm going to say it like now. He's an entrepreneur, business owner. He was on The Apprentice this year, all-round legend, Alex Short. Welcome to the Waffle Shop. Thank you very much. It's good to be here. It's, do you know what? It's weird actually seeing the screen in front of me in the backgrounds. Obviously, I'm so familiar with it, watching a few of your clips and stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, no, it's good to be here, mate. It's good to be here. No, I appreciate that. And to be honest, I appreciate your time. And, you know, when kind of I'm very picky with my guests. Yeah. So I don't know whether this is like a compliment or I'm just going to slag off half the people who I've kind of turned down. <laughs> but I like to have people on the show who are very open when it comes to kind of like their mental health, but they're not doing it in like a real kind of like doom and gloom way. I mean, I respect everyone's on their own path and stuff like that. But when I saw like your conversations that you were having on on your posts and how open you are, I was like, I need to talk to this guy. Yeah. So I genuinely like it's a bit of an honor to have you on. So I appreciate your time today. No, hundred percent. And you know, I think it's such an important aspect. I think if you if you're in a position where you feel comfortable to do it, it's such a great way to to do that on like an open network where other people can see you do that. And hopefully, if anything, influence influence that like and other people to do the same yeah. and to acknowledge that it is so okay to speak about what you want to speak about and express how you feel and and talk to people because we've come out of that day and age now where 
you wasn't supposed to do that because you're a man and you need to man up and you need to suppress that because you need to have an image that's going to be the front force of, the, of a family or, you know, goodness. Yeah. That's gone. Like, speak about it. And you, you, you pop the bubble instantly. And, you know, the amount of emotion and everything that can come out just by popping that bu bubble. Um, and that feeling is amazing to do that. So if I can just help and, you know, express that and show, you know, just one person that that, that for me is, you know, a win. Yeah, you know I mean? no, definitely. I could probably just end the episode there, to be honest. I feel <laughs> like I've got what I needed. <laughs> Cheers for that. That's the intro clip done. <laughs> exactly. I don't need anything else. <laughs> Um, no, I, I agree with everything you said, but before we get into that, I start each one of my shows with something called the weekly waffle that it something pisses me off that I can get off my chest and hopefully it makes me feel better. This one that I'm going to get off my chest today is an ongoing thing. And <laughs> I'm hoping by saying it, that people who will listen to this will kind of take a hint <laughs> because it's kind of annoying and it's really yeah. and I, I kind of I want I saved this one because I wanted to get your opinion on it obviously you've been kind of on the limelight now obviously with the like obviously being on The Apprentice obviously with your business and kind of I imagine that quite a lot of tension hit you in a short piece of time oh yeah definitely so I, I'm hoping you agree with me or you kind of give me some advice here because even though I talk so openly about like mental health on the page and do it in quite a comical way. And I'm very keen on like, I I'm still like Taylor. I've still got like my life outside of the waffle. Of and there's, there's a, there's a certain group that I've like kind of like people or like whoever it might be that they, they just, they don't understand kind of like the boundaries that I'm kind of putting in place. And yeah. yes, I'm so kind of open and I will be there for anyone who, you know, who is going through a tough time, but those tough times kind of still hit me. And it's kind of people, I feel like I'm so used to getting a certain part of you that when you do take that step back, you become a problem. And that it's like, I don't know how, I don't probably not articulating it in a very good way, but it's kind of like, because I'm so out there and kind of talking about this kind of stuff, I feel like it kind of puts a bit of a target on my back that yeah. I have to be there and available for those people all the time. And quite frankly, Alex, I'm tired of it. <laughs> oh, like, no, I, I totally understand what you're saying. And where, yeah, the, the way you are sort of obviously putting out then what you do, yeah. a lot of people see that as an open book to, to then blurt it out kind of thing. Um, I think it's so important that you have those boundaries and you set them in place. Yeah. And if you don't have that, you're just open up to so many people's energy, so many people sort of coming in and just offloading anything. But, you know, it still needs to be in your control. You need to pick and choose when you're available to do that. Otherwise you've become, you know, a person that's, that, that is just living for that, for that reason. And that's not, yeah. you have your life. And obviously you're helping tons of people by doing what you're doing now, but you have to have boundaries and maybe sometimes the boundaries need to be set a bit firmer and yeah no one has an issue with that technically it's not your problem it's theirs and and that's one thing i think a lot of people need to learn is that sometimes setting boundaries and upsetting people it's not you're not going out of your way to upset someone 
it's an issue that becomes theirs because they can't understand or maybe they don't have the information to understand why you set that boundary but sometimes it just needs to be respected um big thing for me is you'll never ever see blue ticks on my whatsapp ever probably i'd say the last two years i'd say or probably a bit further than that i turned it off and it was the most amazing thing i've ever ever come across yeah because i turned it off because now day and age with whatsapp because they've got your number or whatever, because they communicate with you, they instantly think that there should be a response. And especially yeah. when boutiques have gone through and they've seen you read it, there needs to be a response like that. But it's not, you know, you pick and choose when you want to respond and it's not being rude. Yeah. You know, you're, you're, you're putting a boundary up that is protecting you and you pick and choose when you want to come out of that boundary and when you want to respond to someone. And everyone needs to respect that. And if they don't, Again, in an, in an honest way, it's, it's their issue. It's not yours. Joe, you know I'm a big. <laughs> no, I'm not laughing because I'm laughing at you. I'm laughing because I, it just made me really nervous because it's. <laughs> I feel like I have these kind of conversations at the exact time I'm supposed to have these kind of conversations. Everybody. Because even today, I was scrolling through Instagram and it was one of those posts like, if they haven't messaged you, don't message them. And it's like, in this day and age, surely we have bigger things to be worrying about than when you are responding to my message. Oh. Like we, it's instantly, everyone goes to the negative. It's instant, like there's beef with people or bad blood. And it's like, well, you've ignored me. So I'm going to ignore you. Like yeah. I had it recently. It was like my birthday. And obviously yeah. you get all the Facebook notifications. You get all the like people putting things in like tagging me, like your stories and stuff like that. Yeah. And this is the first year where I was allowed out of the house to celebrate my birthday because of obviously my birthday's in April. Obviously the pandemic took two off me. Um, so I went out for dinner and I spent it like with my, like, like with my mates. And because I wasn't responding, I got like a, a messages back saying like, it's like, I, it's like, you don't want to be friends with me anymore. Like, Oh, I tagged you in this. Then I saw that you went out. I was like, because that's what I want to do. And yeah. I don't know, I'm getting the kind of a, a very similar vibe from myself. Like I wasn't put on this planet to make sure everyone else was okay. Like I've, I've kind of yeah. done that for a big portion of my life and it didn't go too well for me. Whereas now I'm in a position yeah. where I'm taking that time out and like the benefits of it are phenomenal. So I get that it's the, that's what I'm taking from that, what you just said anyway. So <laughs> Sorry about that. Midway, I'm trying to listen to you, and I can hear the keys going through in the office. The cleaner trying to get into the office. Coming in, I was going, no, 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 no. no um, yeah, I was like, please, I have all the time. Stop now. Um, no, a hundred percent. And it's 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 going back to, I think people don't understand, or I think it's down to like, I hate to say it, but sometimes it's other people's insecurities with the response not coming forward. Um, yeah. And everyone's on their own journeys of finding out about themselves, finding out what makes them tick, what they are insecure. We all have insecurities, you know. We yeah. can all sit here and say that, you know. And you know, I, I can I can sit here and honestly say that like, sometimes I'll get an email through, and I'm like, you can the way you can respond in emotion and see it as emotion is yeah. so easily done. Um, and I think that's the same with the messages. Yeah, some people, you know, you won't respond, but. You could be having the best time of your life. You don't want to interrupt that with technology. Yeah. You want to just enjoy that moment. And you hear your, your phone ping off and you put it on silent. And it's like, it's nothing It's nothing personal with that person who's contacting you. It's just the wrong timing. Yeah. And look, you, you look like 1960, 1950. No one had that issue. 
So you get a postcard through. You're not going to have like 10 postcards coming through the door going ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah. you have to, God, you've got to respond to them now. Like, yeah. And nowadays it's like anyone can contact you at any time and expect expect a response. So I bet the pigeons were knackered. Yeah. Or the owls. Is that the owls? Yeah. I'm thinking of Harry Potter. No, no, that's what I like. Oh, don't, don't, because that's the whole other conversation and we'll sat here for hours talking about that. Um, what what winds you up like on a day-to-day basis? Like, is there anything that kind of like really kind of gets on your nerves? Yeah, I think one thing that really, really um frustrates me sometimes is when people aren't honest in what they like and what they want. You know, it could be like, do you want to do this? Uh inside you can see it's eating them up, going, No, I don't want to do this. I don't yeah. want to do this. This is gonna take a big part of me. I don't want to do it. Yeah, I'll do it, I'll do it. It's like just say no. Like, again, it's not my problem. If you say no and I wanted you to yeah. come, that's not my, that's, sorry, that's not your problem. That's my issue. Yeah. Like, just be honest. But sometimes you can obviously, you can sense it or like, you know, I've, I've, I've been in relationships before and it's like, what do you want a dinner? Oh, anything, anything, anything. It's like, you clearly <gasps> want a margarita pizza. Or you want, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> say it, just say it. There's nothing wrong. Just express it. Say what you want to say. And I think that's with everything, like. It, that, that's the only thing that winds you up sometimes when you clearly you can clearly see that someone doesn't want to do it uh or you know even if they're not in conversation with you you're you're, you're um you're overseeing the conversation but you can see they don't want to do it and they yeah okay i'll do it i'll do it it's such a dangerous thing because yeah. you end up you end up living for everyone else not yourself i thought you should start a podcast mate I feel like, you, I don't know, you're just saying all these things that I need to hear today. You're just like, just <laughs> <laughs> literally, before I jumped on the corner, I was like, what, what, I did to my sister, I was like, what do you want for dinner? I don't yeah. know. I'm like, just, just give me an answer. Just, yeah, just help me, just, <laughs> just please. <laughs> one of the worst things about being an adult is deciding what to have for dinner. It is, it is. Sometimes, mate, I'm the same. I'm like, talking to myself in the room, what do you want, mate? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Come on, give me a little bit. What do you want? <laughs> Get here. <laughs> it's hard. No, I'm going to go with that. Well, I'm gonna go with it's true. Like sometimes you genuinely don't know, but yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a funny old thing, isn't it? Becoming an adult, especially. <laughs> well, to be fair, this kind of leads me very nicely into kind of what I wanted you on the show to talk about because yeah. when it comes to obviously being an adult and kind of like owning businesses and stuff like that, yeah. a lot of that kind of stuff. I imagine you need to have kind of like this sense of recklessness. And I don't mean that like in a negative way, but like to take those risks and to kind of get out of your comfort zone. And even from a confidence point of view, like push yourself forward. Yeah. I kind of want to get into your head a little bit with that, because obviously you went on one of the most famous TV shows in the world when it comes to like, obviously business. But before that, obviously you had stag cleaning or did you have that before you went on the apprentice yeah i had that so yeah. i've had it coming up six years in may i've had it yeah. incredible so what so that's where i kind of i want to start with the journey so what made you start that like what was it have you always been that kind of like savvy when it comes to like business and like money and stuff i think it was a mixture of being lost and having that sense of I want to create something, an entity that I can grow and build and be excited about that produces money. I think it was a mixture of that because yeah. I'm not going to sit here and, and, and talk shit. I was lost for such a long time. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I left school. I stayed on for one year at sixth form. Now I left. I wanted to go into work and earn money. And I remember I'd done a day's, a day's work 
down at a brokerage in London with a family member. I thought, oh, is that what I want to do? Is that what I want to do? And then the opportunity just didn't come from it. It didn't arise from yeah. me. And then I'd say, I'd say from, you know, from that 16, 17 age to 19, I was sort of just hitting jobs here, there and everywhere, that kind of stuff. Not in a corporate environment, but I'm talking like on site doing yeah. like trade tradesman stuff. And then um, I set up a company with a friend of mine. We had this idea about a job site. So we sort of just done it. And then the, his mum and dad backed us and we had a bit of investment from them. We created it. We set up two desks in his front room. Um, and we did create the website, it cost a bit of money, but it wasn't going anywhere. We were struggling to sort of do it. Obviously, no experience. I've got no experience. Yeah. You sort of believe in yourself and you sort of want to do it. And um, so we then turned it into a recruitment company based off the fact that his, his stepdad at the time owned an insurance company. So we had all the knowledge in the world. And I put myself on a recruitment course and he was learning himself. So then we set it up, we changed the name and we used it like the same yeah. process. We kept going. And then that didn't work either, just based on our relationship. It didn't work out. And I ended up leaving with a bit of debt, um, which was a kick in the teeth. Like, I'm not going to yeah. lie. At that point, I was like, not a lot of money. I was at that time, like not in a great place. My, my mental health it wasn't actually aware of what, of what it was. Um, and then again, started going round and round, sort of jumping and ducking and diving with, with going back on site, being a labourer and all sorts again. And then um, one of my mates, one of my best mates, texting the boys' uh, WhatsApp group saying, boys, does anyone know a good cleaning company? Like, he works for a construction company. We're looking for a new company to sort of take yeah. and work. It's like, I'm, I'm on site. I know what a builder's clean is. I can do this. I can do like that kind of stuff. And it was from, from the offset of that, which gave me the idea. And then from that, I, I went for it. Obviously, thinking it was going to be a lot easier than it was, but I was like, <laughs> like sorry, seven, seven, eight years ago, like past before I set this business up, I never would have said, "Yeah, I want to be owner of a cleaning company, running a cleaning company." Yeah, and like we, like you said earlier, some things just fall into place, but you've got to be open. You've got to you've got to act act upon the opportunities that, that come over. Yeah, and yeah, just purely based on that that WhatsApp idea coming through, and then me acting upon it has created this situation where I am today, where. Yeah, I'm pushing forward. With no, I love that. And do you know what, though? The, one of the biggest things I took from that is that you could have quite easily in that moment been, been like, well, I've set up a business. It didn't quite go to plan. I'm not doing that again. And you didn't give up. You, yeah. you, you kept going. And now, obviously, you're absolutely flying. Yeah. So it's just like one thing I'm going to say, you just said that you're obviously you own a cleaning business yeah. and your cleaner has just walked in. I, if you're not cleaning your own business, mate, that is just <laughs> no. We've moved into a new building, and they've they've obviously got their their cleaning con contract. Uh, okay, I tried getting in. I was like trying to <laughs> we do stand on the price office now. I can backfire with this, but no. But that's why they were talking. I was like, I could hear the jingling of the keys. I was trying to pick up on it. I was going, no, no. I was literally like, I just saw your arm. Go <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, up. <laughs> I was trying to like keep it out of camera, just be, not be rude, but like, please, please, I can't interrupt. I'm listening right now. But I thought I got away with it, but obviously the arm just sort of went up. No, you might thought, what's he doing? Yeah, I was, I was, just, I was just like having a little stretch halfway through. I'm me, and I think it's, it's incredible advice because, you know, there are so many things that can go wrong, and I say it a lot on the show, is that... You can do absolutely anything. You can start businesses. You can like, you know, jump out of planes, obviously with a parachute and stuff that 
was it probably the worst bit of advice to do that (laughs) but there's one thing you can't do and that's give up and obviously again like your your proof of that and again I'm going back to this whole kind of you're meant to have these conversations when you're supposed to because there's been so many times kind of like recently where I'm like has it has the podcast kind of ran its course has it done this I mean it's and the answer is obviously no because I'm having these kind of conversations and I'm like no like you've still got more in you like you still like that fire is still burning so I'd be stupid to um one of the things that you mentioned there and like going back and obviously feel free to share with me like what you want and obviously what you feel comfortable with but you mentioned about like your mental health and obviously it took a bit of a knock when things didn't quite go to plan but you didn't quite know what it was yeah I feel like you're quite similar to me and quite especially with the age group and stuff like the people that listen to like this show that when we were in kind of school or sixth form like mental health wasn't a conversation like it was never like uh, it was no it was never actually mentioned until probably the past five six years in in my opinion that I know what it actually is you just may be aware of that it was sort of like a well moment because it was not once was it mentioned i'll tell you what there was definitely situations in school that i struggled with that had no like, i had no idea it, it was because of my mental health affecting yeah. that you didn't have the information to move forward and to understand what is going on in your in, in, in your mind and your brain yeah without information to to be aware of what's going on how are you meant to how are you meant to sort it it's like having an issue with your arm like the doctor hasn't said it, you know, you can't feel any pain and you haven't gone to the doctor to check it out. So how are you meant to know? You're not, you haven't got the information to process to understand that there is, is a problem. It's only at that point when you can understand that is when you can then go and move forward to, to sorting this problem out. And that for me is like, that, I think that's why it's so important now there's awareness out there because once you yeah. gain the, the information to move forward and, and to, you know, help with, with the situation, that's when you can progress forward and that's when you can see a light at the end of the tunnel and it was at that point I remember for me it got so bad like you know I think a lot of it stemmed from like when my mum and dad split up when I was quite young um you know it has different effects on you growing up and for me when I I had someone recommend the hypnotherapist to me I was at the point where I was like please just give me the number like I remember the Samaritans I was at home because I didn't really know who to speak to and I was scared to open up to, to, yeah. to admit it. And I'd done that and it would, it popped that bubble, bubble with what I said earlier. And I thought, wow, like there is a, a possibility to, to sort this. Like I need a helping hand. And someone gave me the, a number to an absolutely amazing person that has helped me on my journey. And here I am today. And from doing that, I've gained the information to turn that around and doing that has helped me grow as a person and to be able to, you know head on sort these issues out and it's been the best thing i've ever done honestly i massively appreciate that like obviously thank you for sharing um when it comes to because i don't think i've actually had anyone on the show mention hypnotherapy before now as soon as you said that the first thing that popped into my head there's some person waving something in front of your face (laughs) and i imagine it's probably not what it's like no in the films like how how did it help you like what what's the kind of i've used i've used this on on a podcast similar to to before so pretty much hypnotherapy is 
is where you go into such a relaxed state of mind where you're in a in a place where no one needs you and it allows your mind to float back into thoughts your subconscious mind starts bringing memories forward you know when you hear an old yeah. song back a memory these memories are all learnt processes and they're stored like a computer process they're stored in your brain and when they're stored whether it's a bad emotion good emotion a learnt process that's created anxiety something triggers these emotions to come up that's why we replan whether it's an anxiety or yeah. you know, a happy moment a happy memory so what hypnotherapy does it allows you to enter into that part of your mind to bring back these memories in a relaxed state of mind so you can then you know a lot of it can be you know i'll, I'll give you the best example this is what i've given before so imagine you're born everyone's born pure no one has any pro anxieties depression as you're born yeah when you or of what i'm aware anyway so when you're born say, fucking hell i was yeah I hope not, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> i'm already going off of the riddled as soon as i came out <laughs> <laughs> I'm only going off the knowledge that I've, I know, <laughs> I've learned. but um, from obviously growing up, you learn processes, you learn the way of life. And I went with my mum to get a blood test when I was younger and I went along with her, watched her have the blood test and I watched her faint. As a, as a, as a child, you watch that and you have a learnt process that having a blood test is danger and how you react is to yeah. faint. I've always had a, a fear of blood tests. So can you see how things yeah. can and anything can happen in life and the same process can happen. But obviously once it's stored in there, when I go for a blood test, it triggers that memory, brings back fear. But what hypnotherapy does, it allows you to go into your subconscious mind, that memory comes back, you become aware that you've learned that process, which then allows you to move forward from the anxieties. I hope that makes sense. Mate, that's powerful. Does that make, uh, yeah, no, because it's, it's the- Sometimes I don't know if I'm saying the best way, but- No, you did. Way. Because if you think about, well, you don't have to obviously think about, it, but like your brain's primary primary function is to keep yeah. you safe, is to keep you alive. So obviously, yeah. if you've got something that's going to obviously trigger that or instant danger, your brain yeah. is going to do anything it can to protect itself. So whether that is to faint or cry or whatever it might be, it's yeah. So yeah, no, it, it makes perfect sense. And these like, that's powerful. That's why I love expressing that I. I do hypnotherapy. Like, there's so many different types of therapies that that all work and that yeah. all have results. But for me, this was the perfect one for me. And you know, it's so powerful. And I, I love to let people know that whatever you're feeling now is temporary. You've learned that process. You you can change that. You can change it. Like, you haven't got to live your life feeling that way. You have the choices to make to change that. But you have to work with it. You need to want to do it. You can't sit in the same position and feel like a victim that you're feeling like that, you need to reverse that and move forward with it. Okay, what choices do I have? And I think when you can be aware that there are choices out there to move forward and stop feeling the way your feelings, it's only temporary, then you can start to achieve them and, and clear that view. That was good. But it's true, is it? I, I always, literally, I always relate this down to like walking down like a road. And yeah. like you can walk down the same road all the time. You're not going to see anything different. It's yeah. not until you kind of change your path or like test yourself a little bit or even like walk the opposite way up that street. Yeah. That's when things and good things start to change. Like yeah. it's scary. Yeah. Because every, everyone's scared of obviously change. No one wants, you know, to feel uncomfortable, but it's pushing past those kind of uncomfortable feeling and that fear is yeah. when the fun shit starts. 
Yeah, hundred percent. And you know what? I've tried to change my mentality because I used to do that. I used to come out of my comfort zone because I had to with my business. Yeah. And I attracted it because it didn't feel right. It felt horrible. And then I, I was given the information that no, you're you're growing into that new part of your business. You need this is growing. And now I see it as like, you know, when you become aware of a feeling of stepping out of your comfort zone, it feels horrible. It feels mucky. But now I've I've sort of reminded myself that no. That's amazing because you, you're, you're actually stepping forward right now. You're stepping into a new era, a new zone that you're unaware of. But by stepping into that zone, you're now going to grow as a person. The business is going to grow even more because you're willing to move forward and not stay in the same position. So it's kind of like a, a bell now. It's like, yes, we're moving forward. It's going to be yeah. shit for a little while. It might feel absolutely horrible. You may encounter some problems, you know, some stresses with it, but we're progressing. We're moving. And that is a little reminder. Do you think it becomes like a little bit like addictive? And I'm, I'm saying this from like a personal point of view, because when I was talking about coping mechanisms, like recently and like that kind of feeling like, you know, what's next? Like, because I'm almost scared a little bit to go back to that person that I was. So yeah. I feel like now kind of, I've seen the benefits of getting out of my comfort zone that I'm constantly like, what can I do to scare me next? What can I do to kind of elevate me even more? Yeah. Do you find that from like a business point of view? Yeah, definitely with my business. Um, I don't want to stay in the same position. I just continue. I want to continue to grow and build and, and keep moving forward, like progressing in myself. Like I need to progress in myself and learn new, new ways, new, new things, new information. It's like, it's like I need to grow for my business to grow. And if I don't uh, put effort into my personal development this won't grow so there is a bit of a I don't know yeah if you can call it an addiction but there's a, a sense of drive there for yeah. me that I don't want to stay in the same area for, for too long I want to keep progressing obviously acknowledging how fast you're doing it because it can be dangerous doing it too quickly but I, I totally get what you're saying in that sense yeah it can be a bit like yeah you need to get yeah yeah definitely I feel like I already know the answer to this next question, but considering obviously we spoke about like obviously when like you were growing up and kind of like obviously like your your parents breaking up and having that kind of like um that kind of knocking your mental health. Like if you could, with all the kind of like the work that you've done done on yourself now, and all that obviously the growth that you've achieved, if you could go back and tell your like your like your former child self like one bit of advice, like what would you say? It's, it's so strange you say that because one part of the hypnotherapy that I've done before is going back and, and speaking to my younger self. And yeah. that sounds absolutely crazy, but sometimes if you can imagine you've cleared sort of an emotion and then it is just going back and saying, look at, look, look at what you're about to achieve moving forward. You're fine, you're safe, you're with me. We're, we're together, you're, you're absolutely fine. And we're going to progress and look where I am now and we'll yeah. progress. Enjoy it. Like, it's, it's, it, I think it's more of the comfort thing that I do. Yeah. And just passing the information that this is where we're going to be and we're not going to stop. We're going to keep going. It's going to get better and better and better and better. So, no, I love that. Yeah, that that's what I, I would love to say. Yeah. Or what I have said in, in, that, in that sense. Yeah. Don't trust the process. Yeah. Don't yeah, throw it back me. at me. Don't throw it back <laughs> at me. <laughs> this is my no, shit. <laughs> Uh, it, is, it, it is about trusting the process and like it's so easy for something bad to happen and to be okay like 
or you know, I've got a parking ticket. Why'd you get a parking ticket? Because you parked on double yellow line. Okay, cool. What have we learned from that? Don't park on a double yellow line. It's similar to like that kind of stuff. Like obviously some things are a lot bigger and out of your control, but try and see the little day-to-day stuff as something that can really put you in a bad mood and keep you down. But cool, what have I learned from this situation? And it is about learning. Sometimes it is negative and it's not nice, but you learn so much from it that creates the person moving forward. And it's self-development it's in its own sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you know what? <laughs> the person who taught me that was Paul from Slebs Go Dated. <laughs> Did he? he literally, yeah, he literally, and it's hand on heart, one of the best bits of advice I've ever been given. He literally turned around to me and said, like, it's either a loss or it's a lesson every situation that you go into and it's either you can look at it obviously two ways yes obviously this really bad terrible thing has happened and you can sit and cry about it or you can be like well you got a parking ticket because you parked on the double yellow lines the lesson there is obviously to not do it again yeah and it's it's literally it has stuck with me i mean that episode came out about probably about a year and a half ago and i still literally regurgitate (laughs) that information constantly it's um, it, it's so true, and it's it's so, it's all about your your thought processes. You change your thought process to think in a different way. So, oh, I've got a parking ticket. I'm gonna have the worst day now. Blah blah. It's yeah. so easy to go down that route. It does take some training. It does take some effort and some time, and you have to work with it. But if you can see it in a in a different way, you're already winning. Like you've got yeah. your two out. I love that two out. Yeah. Move forward. From it. Speaking of thought processes, yeah. and. Feel free to time to shut up here. Yeah. But another thing that really winds me up is The Apprentice. (laughs) (laughs) The thought process of some of the things that happen on that show infuriate me. Yeah. The logos sometimes just... I feel like you know which logo (laughs) I'm talking about. But... What was your thought process going through kind of like the application? Like, were you just in that position where like, I'm ready to take me, myself, my business to the next level? Yeah. Like four years ago, whatever, there's no chance you would have seen me but the prime fit yeah. bonus. No state of mind to, to do that. And I had, I didn't have the confidence to jump into something like that. Yeah. Um, when I actually remember it was literally a couple of days before the application process shut. And it just felt right. I was like, no, I'm doing this. So I literally got it up and I was like, there's quite a bit to fill in here. So I filled everything out. And then it was just like, it just kept happening. I just kept getting through and getting called back and getting called back and getting called back. And then I finally got the call and it was like, you've got a place on the show. And I was like, this is mad. Um, And the next step I had was like, how am I going to leave the business? And I managed to sort of one of my closest friends stepping in as me. And that allowed me to then go off into crazy world of the apprentice and the logo and everything like that but the thought process in there it's so different to the yeah. outside it honestly is it's very like it's so easy to slip up it's so easy to say something you know you can't speak unless the cameras are rolling you can't discuss anything about the task so you think oh, wow that comes out your, your mouth is like right was that good or was that bad and you yeah. just you you're, you're against time you're you're against so many different factors that you wouldn't usually be against it's so easy to slip up and sometimes you are like yeah no go go with that or you're giving information but it's, you could you could understand the information different to me it's not yeah 
you know what I mean? It's, not, it's like that kind of stuff. But It's always easy, isn't it, on the outside looking in, like, oh, they should have done that, should have done this. But right, until so you're in that situation and kind of, like, living, like, the emotion, like you said, like, the information, like, I imagine it's, like, very intense environment to be in. Oh, it is. It is, like, during, during the task, you are just on it. Like, you are just consistently thinking about it. And the amazing thing about it, though, is that you obviously don't have any internet, you don't have any phones, you don't have yeah. any reason it's just you and your brain so it's a it's the a whole time thing. the whole time we didn't take our phones in there nothing yeah so you think oh, that's a good job you've got your blue ticks turned off <laughs> <laughs> that's what i mean like i don't know when i'll ever get that experience again to actually yeah. be away phone like to enjoy it but i learned so much about myself in that process um it does push you and i think that's why it's one of the hardest processes to go and do yeah um, and it it really does push you out of your comfort zone. Like one minute you're in the house, next minute you've got to go and um, pitch a toothbrush that looks like a turd to super dry. <laughs> like, how do you prepare yourself? What a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> how do you prepare yourself for that? And it's like, you've got, you, you either, you know, what are you going to do? Step back down, or you're going to go and do it. And again, you've yeah. got to push through it and go and do it. But it's been an amazing experience. And I'll tell you what, best thing about it is the people that the friends that i've made yeah honestly it's been it's, it's been you so can fair you can see that like you like the connections and stuff being made like that it's, it's actually really nice to see yeah it is and i don't know if every year has been like that but it's been a special year in that sense that yeah. we've been able to come out and, and share the experience together yeah do fun. you really have to get up that early though is that a real thing genuinely you are up. <sighs> they are in the room then you you know the shout come on, you've got like five minutes left you've got five minutes and you're rushing to get ready and then yes you're out you're out and then you you could be back at like eight nine o'clock at night and then you try and sleep I couldn't sleep in there though yeah like I it, I remember Aaron having lavender oil in there and I remember one night he, he spoke like put a load of my pillow in there yeah it helped but I remember one night waking up I was like so desperate to see I was like. Mate, I'm just going to drink that fucking bottle in a minute. I just need to, <laughs> need to sleep. I need to go to bed, but it was hard because you're running on adrenaline all day. And then suddenly you get into bed and it's like, no, no, no. Your brain's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. You're running like this all day. We're going to keep going and thinking and thinking. I'm like, please just sleep. But some people slept like a baby. They're yeah. like, like that. Everyone's different, aren't they? Psychopaths, that's what they are. Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> <laughs> when you're in that kind of situation and like your brain is obviously running like 100 miles an hour, we'll talk about obviously whilst you're in the house, like first, but like, so did you, what could you do to kind of switch off? Like, did you have any kind of coping mechanisms whilst you were in that process to kind of calm you down? Um, it's difficult. Like, I think I struggled with certain bits at the beginning to, to deal with that because you're in a brand new process. You don't have anything that you probably usually write, rely on to, to calm you or anything like that. Yeah. Um, so it is just about talking to yourself. I think that's what a lot of it was. Now I yeah. look back, talking to yourself, being in control of what's factual and what's, what's emotional information that you're, you're processing and then creating a response from that. Um, but when I look back, it's, it's gone, it, it's like a, flash that yeah. period of time went so quick um it's, it's hard to describe like how how it how it is going through that process because it's so intense happens so quickly and anything can happen that quickly as well yeah like mistake in real life no damage done <laughs> to the mat but no not in there it's like 
everything's brought up and you're like, oh, shit, like... You just see everything. Yeah, they, you can't hide anything. Like, everything is exposed, like, in there. But that's part of the process. You're going in there to, to challenge that, you know, yeah. to see how, how well you can adapt to that and move forward like that. But, yeah, anything can happen in there. What was, like, your... Like, when you were going... When, like, you were called back in to go into, like, the boardroom, like... Imagine like your heart was <laughs> pounding yeah. a little bit. Like I'm dread, even talking about it. Like I feel like my chest is getting a little bit. <laughs> like was it as intense as it looks? It is, mate. Honestly, because the difference with that is at that point when you go into the boardroom, nothing else matters in the world. Yeah, you don't know what's going on in the world, but the only thing that matters right now is this fight in this boardroom, and that is what gets you going. Yeah, because you know how the task has gone. You know whether you perform well, you haven't, um, and you're about to be ripped apart about it. Like, <laughs> good or bad, it's, it's going to happen. And you know, it's it's definitely an experience that, um, like I said, I've been like fired on live TV. That's for sure. Yeah. Like, well, not live TV, probably, but you know, it is. There's not many people that can say that. So, <laughs> yeah. one for the LinkedIn. So, yeah, that's it. <laughs> national TV. Lovely. <laughs> it just went with that though. It's like you're there, you're there, like one minute, like your best friends, like you watch this. Like the minute everyone walks into that boardroom, everyone's like putting on their like boxing gloves, like the claws yeah. coming out, like literally yeah. like raring to go. Yeah, it is. On the outside world, then, like when things, I imagine obviously with the business growing at the rate that it's growing, and obviously with everything kind of, I imagine obviously life is kind of like boomed a little bit since obviously being on the show what does kind of like your coping mechanisms look now like is there something that you've took from the house like for one being on the apprentice like the whole kind of like talking to yourself like grounding yourself have you is that something that you still do or is there like is there other things now that you kind of go to um so two things that i like to do one of them is um again if there's could be a business could be anything issue or um an obstacle that's come into way i ask myself questions i always ask myself questions the moment you conclude you've concluded there's no other choices yeah. available because you've concluded in your mind the moment you start going right how am i going to complete this job on time how am i going to grow this business how am i going to find the next person to sit in that seat that's going to help me grow this business as a team the moment you ask questions your subconscious subconscious mind starts looking for it without you even knowing and the moment you do that, you're attracting choices to you and you will find a choice, like something will come up. Like, and I know it sounds like crazy, like that kind of stuff. No, situation. no, it doesn't at all. You've got to remember keeping an open mind compared to concluding. It's a massive difference. It's a massive difference. And by concluding, you're stopping the, the, the momentum of moving forward, by asking choice, by asking questions, you're asking your mind to look for the answer. And that's one of them. And it, it's not always easy. I'm not sitting here saying I'm the yeah. best. Like there will be days when you're like, oh, this is getting on top of me. This is getting on top of me, but it's temporary. You've been through these days before. You yeah. Need to get through this day again. We're going to keep moving. Um, and another really good one for me is I'm quite a visual person. So I, I can end up storing so much information in my mind that makes yeah. me feel so cloudy and frustrated and stressed. I was taught to, to mind me. So literally right draw a bubble write whatever you want to put in there and then every single thing on your mind at that time draw a line off it and write it until it feels yeah. clear and then stem again off okay how am i going to solve these, that individual issue you work for everything it could you could be there for for god knows how long but throw it all down 
and you honestly you feel so clear in your mind because you can you can visually look at the problems that were in your mind and think right okay that was it but that was silly i was just that that was just an emotional thing because i know yeah. I can run this way and that's going to solve that and then before you know it you've got all these issues that you thought was in your mind clouding your judgment it's like bang on a paper cool i've got a plan here. i'm moving forward from this 100 percent do you know what is so refreshing? I don't think anyone's actually come on the show before and spoke about those two things. Really? Oh, oh. yeah, because it's always because this is this is why I love having these conversations because it's not one size fits all when it comes to coping mechanisms. Everyone kind of comes on and says like gym, going for walks, like it's all that kind of stuff, which obviously are massive kind of coping mechanisms, and obviously the benefits from doing those things are phenomenal. Yeah. But yeah, no one's ever come up and said like about like mind maps. And having that kind of like that little bit of a chat with yourself, asking those kind of questions, yeah, and yeah, it's kind of took me back a little bit because I I journal quite a lot, yeah, and yeah. because I like words, but I've never genuinely never thought about switching up a little bit, yeah, and doing it from like a picture point of view rather yeah. than just words. Yeah, so like, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it practice a go. that, yeah. yeah and let me know what you think of it because it's cool like I love going to the gym love going for a run love yeah. chilling my pals or whatever it is but you know you can go to the gym with everything still stored up there and you finish your set and you're like oh. do you know what I mean yeah but still there get everything on paper and not only that you know you're not going to forget if it's something you need to remind to go and do yeah. you're going to solve that issue it's there like and if it pops in it's like boom I've got it there and you can then go and enjoy the things that make mm. you feel good even more it just opens up that arena of we've gone just like clearing it out isn't it like yeah and, and, and this is why because I, I love a list and there's something like so therapeutic about getting stuff out of my head onto paper and then yeah. once it's done crossed off i know in my head that like you said like it's kind of concluded i don't have to kind of worry about that now because that that's done and dusted i've asked i've done everything that i need to do for that like whatever that little not project but like whatever was worrying me whatever it is yeah. then it's done i can move on to the next with that kind of satisfaction that and the visual satisfaction that that's it it's done yeah and even if it pops in it's like oh no i've already sorted out how i'm going to deal with that cool plans done. Yeah. yeah you know you may not have everything done i'm again i i, I always want to say thing i don't want it to sound like as if it's so easy to go and do it yeah. is sometimes really hard to sit there and have the effort to be like wow i've got to sort this now but mm it needs to be done sometimes again to, yeah. to move forward. Um, and sometimes it is hard to do hundred percent, but again, it's down to what, what do you want to do? do you want to you need to be consistent with it. Yeah. That's it. That's what I think that's what it comes down to is the consistency of this kind of stuff. Yeah. Cause yeah. it might not work the first time, but well, like it's like you with you business, it didn't work out the first time. Yeah. Now look at you. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's big believer in that. Um, one of my biggest coping mechanisms that I have is music. Yeah. Now I'm very excited about this because you kind of hyped it up before we started <laughs> recording. Yeah. Now I've seen your Instagram. I, I know you like a night out. Yeah. When it comes to the kind of like the dance floor and stuff, like what song needs to be playing to get you up and dancing? Cool. Like, do you know what? I thought of a song. Whether it's saying that I'd hear in a club now, day and age, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what club I'd be in. Like, I I literally have a song, right, that I've always played throughout my journey. It didn't matter how I was feeling, 
like obviously there was times when I was lost. There's times where, and I've yeah. got I've got quite an old shoulder on my um, oh, quite an old shoulder. Quite an old, oh, <laughs> sorry to hear. Quite, that. <laughs> quite an old head of my shoulders, but I love um, you know Motown. I love that kind of music as well. Yeah. And have you heard the song California Soul? I, I want to say yes. <laughs> no, I want to say yes because the, I reckon you definitely, you definitely, if you heard it, you'd recognize it. Because I imagine it's, it's oh, God, that's going to wind me up. But for the sake of this, I'm going to say no. But yeah. I'm going to say there's a ninety percent chance. California, so, oh no, am I might think of California Dreaming. I don't know. <laughs> Do we play? Yeah, go on then. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to like pull out a guitar or something then. I'm disappointed. Now, obviously, I listened to um, um, stuff that's modern now. Yeah. I love all like mainstream music and stuff like that, but um, I don't know. I don't know. No, I, I love I love the kind of like old old school. Like you said it earlier on in the show today, it's the memories that it brings back. You must have heard it. Of course it. I have. The sound you hear that thing is in. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't know why. Like I've always listened to that growing up. Like whether it's my parents playing it or whatever, but. When I put that on, it gives me a sense of like motivation, like grounded, yeah. more, that kind of thing. I love the tune and and that kind of thing. So I thought I'd mix it up and bring a bit of the old school back. Do you know yeah. what? No, I'm gonna take that again. Like I, I appreciate that. Didn't yeah. expect it. <laughs> you got you got. Sometimes it's 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 nice to not just go with like the stuff that's so mainstream and modern, but there's yeah. some classics. Like you wouldn't believe how many classic tunes are remade into the to songs that are around and released all the time you think yeah like you hear it you're like oh my god that wasn't even the original it was it was made back in does it ever make you feel old though like when these kind of songs that are now kind of being remade with the but you remember like the yeah the original i suppose yeah there's a few songs now that we probably heard when he's like yeah it It hurts hurts. (laughs) 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 oh mate how, how old are you again I've just turned 32. 32. So we're similar age. I'm 28. So, yeah, we're getting, we're moving on. We're moving on now. But to be fair, yeah. mate, life begins at 30. Like I'm telling you now, like best thing that ever happened to me was turning 30. Not that I had any control over it, but. Honestly, it's great. But on the flip side of obviously California Soul, yeah. when you are in the fields a little bit, like is there a song that kind of makes you cry? Um, mate, it depends how I'm feeling. I could play sort of a more of a mellow song. It could be like, I could say, what's the One Direction song? I played that before and it's like a sense of like emotional cry, like a happy, like, it's weird. Like, um, I can't explain. What makes you beautiful? Is it that one? Gets me every time. even like, (laughs) along those lines can really be with me. Like, James Bay, like he's one of them as well. You know, like them sort of songs that yeah. really like, they just go bang. Paolo Nutini, he's got some really good songs. And like they're the kind of. Do you know what? I've been waiting for someone to come on here and talk about Paolo Nutini. Like, he's class. Like, Where's he been? Where has he been? For his new, new shoes, I think. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, that's why no one's quite into <laughs> <laughs> know that song. Yeah. No, yeah. I know the song, but it's it was just a bad it was awful. Yeah, but, but somehow I get rid of these dad jokes. They just keep creeping up on me as, as more the more I get on. My brothers and sisters say it to me all the time. It's that old it's shoulder. Not... <laughs> <laughs> it's this one. It, it's the one that keeps lifting up. Lifting up. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, mate, honestly. This has been an absolute battle of an episode. Like I've I've loved it. Like it's had a little bit of everything for me. Like so, even from a personal point of view, like genuinely, like thank you for joining me for a waffle. And there's some of the things, obviously, that we spoke about that I'm going to go away and put into practice. And I know for a fact that you know the lads that listen to this show, especially because the I mean my main audience ranges is obviously people of our age. Yeah. Um. And I know. Well, I hope that there'll be something in this episode that everyone can take away and kind of kind of just give it a go because I think we both kind of sit here like there'll be so many times that we could have been like well that hasn't worked I'm not doing it again and we've yeah. carried on and I think I I think you'd agree with me that life is getting better yeah. now by kind of keep pushing forward keeping things consistent and getting out of your comfort zone that's what yeah. it comes down to definitely just keep asking questions don't sit there and say oh, i haven't found this business yet i can't do this i can't do my say how can i do my say what businesses would be good for me that i haven't even come across yet but just ask questions and it will keep you on that positive line of of choices and opportunities that can come in and then just be open joe uh, i think you said it earlier on about what i'd go back and say my mom used to like tell me off all the time like stop asking so many questions yeah now no, look now look now, now i'd go back and like keep asking those questions because yeah, <laughs> yeah mate it's the best thing in the world ask 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 questions all the time and it's so easy to be told stop asking questions you're annoying me yeah. stop asking questions blah blah and you learn to not ask questions and it's like no ask questions ask yourself questions look at yourself in the mirror ask the questions yeah. you want to and you'll find them hey, it's powerful but honestly <laughs> thank you so much for joining right, me mate. for a waffle it's been a lot of fun. It's been good fun. You've been listening to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. Huge thank you to my very special guest this week, the brilliant Alex Shaw. Make sure you check out his Instagram. As always, if you've liked what you've heard, hit that subscribe button and I'll see you next week. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. You've been listening to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. 
Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and even leave a review. It means the world to me. See you soon.